0: I've got the victory living inside of me. i got the greater war I can overcome. This ain't no time to turn back, no less to grow slack. i got to keep pressing on till every battle is won. Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School's the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger and where I learn how to be an overcomer. The scripture says in 1 John that if you're born of God, you are an overcomer. And then it goes on to talk about how that overcoming is accomplished. It says, this is the victory that overcomes the world. And now they mean that's everything and anything that's in the world, even our faith. So there's no such thing as God ordained victim, failure, defeat, destruction. Don't believe it. If you're born of God, you have his If you will, spiritual DNA in you. And there's no failure in God. None. There's no darkness in Him. There's no defeat. There's no confusion. Uh, God's never been a victim. (laughs) And it's our choice. Just because you had something happen to you, or you experienced some setbacks, or some serious problems, that's not the end. You're still alive, God's still on the throne. Right? And it's written, he always causes us to triumph. And this is not a three strikes, you're out deal. Huh? We keep swinging <laughs> until we get it. Is that right? If it's strike 400, still, hey, throw it again. <laughs> until we get it. And that's what faith is persistent. Through faith and patience, which is persistent, Persistence, we inherit the promises. Get your Bible, get something to make a note with. Come on into the classroom with us. Turn everything, all the distractions off. You, you cannot multitask this. It just, it's just not going to work. Uh, God's things are so important, uh, they deserve your full attention. Do you believe that class? Yes, well, Father, all of us agree together as touching this, asking for your anointing asking for the utterance that only your holy spirit can give asking for the direction and for the revelation the answers for today and we'll give you all the praise all the thanks all the glory because you certainly are deserving and worthy of it all in Jesus name amen amen would you look please in the scriptures at hebrews the 3rd chapter We've been on a series for a number of weeks now that we're calling Overcoming Unbelief. And you'll find, as you study these things, learn about them, unbelief is about the worst thing that could ever happen to you. You might think, well, oh no, Brother Keith, I mean, uh, how about dying? Dying is not the worst thing that could happen to a believer, You depart and go to be with Christ, which is far better. (laughs) No. What about being sick? Uh, Faith in God can get that fixed. Right? What about bills and, and, and financial needs? Faith in God can get that fixed. What is there that God cannot do? Well, what he won't do is override your will and force you to believe when you've decided to be stubborn. He won't do that. And that would put you in a place where God himself uh, is not able to help you. Wouldn't you agree that's about the worst place any human being could be? Mm -hmm. About the worst thing that could happen to you? And that's what this thing, uh, Hebrews 3 refers to, evil heart of unbelief that kept them out of the promised land. In uh, Hebrews 3, look at it in verse 7. He says, "Uh, wherefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today... If you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, saw my works forty years, wherefore I was grieved with that generation, and said, They do always err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. God's ways are righteousness, his ways are just and fair, his ways are good, goodness Holiness And his ways are faith and overcoming and courage and victory. God's not pleased when we act like cowards. Mm-hmm. God did not give us a spirit of fear, the scripture says. And that uh, one translation says uh, a spirit of timidity. Or it includes the idea of cowardice, cowering. Um, Hebrews ten talks about if any man draw back, my soul will have no pleasure in him. Uh, what does that mean? It, it, it's uh, cowardice. It's uh, pulling back and, and hiding and laying down and and quitting. Uh, people make exceptions for that and act like, well, we all have you know bad days or or bad years or bad decades. No, it's a choice. Every day, when you, when you open your eyes, when you're awake and conscious uh, and things are going on, you can choose to be defeated, to give up, to quit, to yield to fear, uh, be hopeless, be a victim, or if you believe in God and you believe nothing's too hard for Him and He's a good God and He's faithful, He wants to help you, you can look to Him mm-hmm. and you can expect That when you ask him for help, he will give you help. And that when you draw near to him, he'll respond. He'll draw near to you. You can have, you know, you find many times where the Lord told his people, uh, don't don't fear. Don't be afraid. Be of good courage. Be strong. (laughs) Be of good courage. See, those words do something to your spirit because it's what you were made to to be. Made to do. Say it out loud. I am not, I am not made to be a coward. Weak, be a coward. Weak, weak. A quitter. A fearful, fearful. Defeated. defeated. No. 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 That's, not me. that's not me. Greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. And I am strong in the Lord. In the Lord. And, in the and in the power of His might. Come on, say it again. I am strong in the Lord. I am strong in the Lord. And the power of His might. Of His might. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're overcomers. We're more than conquerors. Hallelujah. We are not uh, cowards. We are courageous. Amen. Amen. Yes. Uh, it'd be a good study if you hadn't done it before to just take your concordance and go through and see how many times he said, fear not, don't be afraid, and then what would he say? Be strong and of good courage. You can, do, you can tell yourself that. It'd be wonderful. Wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, maybe you're not so happy about what you're seeing right now, but you say, don't let that move you. I walk by faith. <laughs> None of these things move me. <laughs> you say, I am not afraid. I am strong. Amen. And I am courageous. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I, and this is not depending on uh, innate strength that you have as a human being. No, did you hear what we quoted earlier? I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. My. My. We're, we're depending on him inside us to help us, Amen. to quicken us. We, we would, should be quick to acknowledge in myself I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. Just by myself and in myself and in my human strength and, and knowledge and determination, that can run out all too quickly. Mm-hmm. But when I am weak, mm-hmm. he is strong. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And when I run to the end of my ability and strength, that's when I can look to him and here he comes. Here he comes. Quickening me, strengthening me. You know, I I come from a family of hot rodders. My my dad and my cut my dad had mustangs and we had Camaros and my cousins raced, they raced on the drag strip. And uh, so we learned long ago, you know, that uh, if you want extra power, you got to add extra uh, fuel and extra air. And so you'd go from a two-barrel carburetor to a four-barrel carburetor. And then, you know, later on, you know, uh, people developed into these boost things like turbos and superchargers. And, oh, man, you can be running along good. And that engines that's all it can do. But, man, when you get into those turbos... Whoo! Here comes some boo. Get in that supercharger. Oh, buddy, here we go now. And you have the supercharger who lives inside you. Do you believe that? And when you got it matted to the floor, and it just ain't happening, it just, it's just not enough. Well, you look to him, and here comes the helper. Hallelujah. Here comes the advocate, the intercessor, the standby, the Holy Spirit. Praise God! Say out loud, class: He is my help. He is my help. He makes me strong. He makes me strong. He lives big in me. He lives big in me. Oh, hallelujah! hallelujah. And that was worth coming to class this morning, yes, right? Yeah. Just for those things. So uh, he said, "They've not known my ways." Verse ten. And what we've been talking about: His ways are victory. His ways are not. Cowardice and quitting. His ways are faith and confidence and courage. Say it again. I refuse to fear. I, refuse to fear. I am strong in the Lord. I'm strong in the Lord. And of good courage. Good good courage. I am an overcomer. I am, overcome. I am victorious. I am victorious in Christ. In Christ. Oh, your spirit likes saying that. Hallelujah. Is that right? Yes. So say it some more. So I'm not just talking about right now. I'm talking about the rest of the day, and this evening and tomorrow. Say it some more. You don't have to wait till the next class. It comes across your mind. Say it. It's not a nothing thing saying. God created the worlds with his words. And you can change your world with your words. And when you speak, when, when you put his words in your mouth... He has a right to perform his words that are coming out your mouth. We see he said, they haven't known my ways. Verse 12 says, take heed brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. When he says, take heed brethren, lest there be in any of you. Well, take heed, what would we say? You might say, watch out, be on the watch. Beyond the, Why? Is, is there a danger that brethren today could have unbelief? Obviously. Uh, he, he said, don't let this happen to you. They were hardened, verse 13, through the deceitfulness of sin. We're made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. You hear that word confidence? That's what we've been talking about. Confidence. That's a faith word instead of giving up. While it said, today, if you'll hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as in the provocation. Verse 18, to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not. And again, it was a choice. It's not that they couldn't believe. They chose not to. That actually was a stubborn, rebellious unbelief, not an ignorant unbelief. And he said, "So we see, they could not enter in because of unbelief. What kept them out of the land that flowed with milk and honey? You know, they would. If you'd have talked to them, they would have told you it was the giants. They're too big. We can't defeat them. It was the walled cities. We we can't penetrate those walls. We can't take them down. Uh, it was their." Uh, lack of training as as military. It was their lack of weapons. It was all these things. Uh, They blamed their leadership, among other things. But none of that was true. Was it? What kept them out? Their unbelief. That's what kept them out. Well, why are we being told this? If it was only applicable to them long ago, this wouldn't be in the New Testament. This wouldn't be, we wouldn't see these references here and in 1 Corinthians 10 and other places. Is it true today that unbelief is robbing believers of things they could and should have? You know, may it not be with us? We can't control everybody else. But can we decide we're not going to be fearful and cowards and quitters and unbelievers? We choose to believe. We choose to trust God. We choose to have the, the courage to take steps of faith. Uh, did it take, would it take courage to look at those big giants and look at those big walls of cities and go, well, yeah, they are big now. <laughs> but uh, no, God brought us this far. He can get us the rest of the way. Yes, so strap your gear on. Yes. huh? Yes. Here we go. We're going. Would it take courage? To face a nine foot opponent, you hadn't even been a soldier. Yeah, it takes courage, right? It's easy for us to sit here in class and go, well, they should have done better than that. (laughs) They should have done better than that. But flesh is flesh. And you can walk by sight any day. You can get to looking at it, whether it's a physical attack, whether it's a financial need. Whether it's a relationship problem, the list goes on and on and on. And the enemy always tries to make it out worse than what it is. You know, he exaggerates and lies. If the giant was eight foot three, ain't no need in calling him ten footer. Is that right? They're all ten feet. No, they're not. No, they're not. Don't exaggerate. Right? And besides that, how tall is God? Huh? Huh? I mean, eight foot's nothing beside God. <laughs> 400 foot wouldn't be anything beside God, right? No, but it's a choice. Say it again. Believing, Believing is, a is a choice. And I choose, and I choose to, believe. to believe. You want to get to where you despise fear and you despise cowardice. Cowardice you despise you know not even trying and giving up and quitting and you didn't even make an effort you know there's there's forgiveness for that but there's no excuse for it and that's the thing god knows he's not expecting did he expect them to have all the answers of course not he told them i'm with you Amen. right yes, and man that's all you need to know <laughs> right if he's with you whatever it's going to take for us to get from here to there, to get through the giants, to get through the walls, to overcome. I can't see how, but God's got a different perspective than I do. Yes. He can see it. Amen. Is that right? Yes. He already knows. And if he says we can do it, we can do it. Is that right? Yes. If he says it's ours, it's ours. So that's why Caleb and Joshua, they went with the, uh, the 10 other uh, individuals to spy out the land They all saw the same giants, they all saw the same walled cities, but Caleb and Joshua had a different report, completely different report. The ten said, oh no, it's too hard, no, it's fully occupied, Uh, no way we could fight, no way, no way, You we'll all die. Caleb and Joshua, what'd they say? We can do it. Their defense is gone from them. They're a piece of cake, piece of bread. God's with us. Let's go up at once. Let's go up right now and get our land. (laughs) They saw the same thing the 10 saw. But what was the difference? They chose. They chose. Somebody say chose. Chose. They chose instead of walking by sight. They chose to believe that God said, I've given it to you. Exactly. And then he said, I'm with you. I'll be with you. I'll help you. Now the next generation, uh, they saw it. God, God caused them to thoroughly defeat all those enemies to come in and to possess it. So them thinking it was impossible, they were wrong. The next generation, they possessed it. Tell me another time, what kept them out of the promised land? Verse 19, we see they could not enter in because of their unbelief. Now, one thing that's irritating is you will hear people try to be spiritual about it, you know. And they go, well, we just don't understand, you know, but it must not have been God's will, you know, for them to go in. Because if it had been God's will for them to go in, they would have gone in. Because if it's God's will, it will happen Wrong. Wrong. It was God's will for them to go in. And they didn't go in. Now see, some folks have a problem with that. They go, well, no, no, God's God. So if it's will, his will, it's going to happen. You're wrong. No, that's not what the Bible teaches. That's what religious tradition teaches. And people have made the word of God of none effect because of their unscriptural, contrary to scripture, traditions. To say that it was God's will for them to wander around in the wilderness and die out there and not go into the promised land is to say it was His will for them to not believe. His will for them to yield to fear, to be defiant, to be disobedient, to be rebellious. No, that wasn't His choice. It was their choice. Is that right? He didn't make them do that. And so the results of that Also not his choice. See, this is the thing. People have not really believed that God gave human beings a free will. And when you give a being a complete free will, they can choose to do something other than listen to you. And that's what's happening all over this planet. Billions of human beings that all are descendants from Adam and Eve that God made are rebelling against God, acting like He doesn't even exist, blaspheming Him, every other... Does that please Him? Is that His will? No. But the only other way you could change it is to override their will and force them to do what He wants to do. Well, then you wouldn't be a human being. You'd be something else. You'd be some kind of automaton. You'd be, you know, controlled. And that's not, God doesn't do it. He, because true love, true faith cannot exist unless it's given willingly. Right? I mean, if somebody has to love you, do they love you? <laughs> right? If somebody has to trust you and listen to you, do they? Is that trust? No. True love, true faith cannot exist unless the person has a choice. That's why all the way to the back to the beginning with Adam and Eve. God gave man a choice. And sadly, they chose wrong. And since then, everybody after them all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, except the Master. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, yes. and because of him, we have been uh, redemption has been accomplished for us and uh, if we're wise, we will trust that redemption. Say it again. I choose. I choose not to be afraid. Not to be afraid. Not to be a coward. to I choose to believe. To be strong in the Lord. And to be very courageous. And to be an overcomer. And to be an overcomer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Say that again throughout the day. In the, into the evening and into the next morning and the next day. Say that. Put that in your mouth. Keep it coming. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Anytime you're tempted to go, I just feel so weak and I just don't think I can make it. Treat those things like cuss words. Are you listening? Yes, sir. This is serious business. Do not let that stuff come out of your mouth because the enemy can work with that against you. Bite your lip and go, um, shut up, shut up. No. What are you going to say? I, not just want to, I don't, don't just want to talk about how I feel or how I look or what the, what the sight report says. I want to change what I see. So I've got to choose my words on purpose and put faith in them and release them. See, this is how God operates. This is, he creates with His words. And we are told to be imitators of God as dear children. Imitate Him. Do what he does. So uh, uh, choose your words. If you're dealing with a situation of finances, let's say. uh, Don't just throw up your hands and go, no way, no way. I mean, we'll never make it. uh, I don't see uh, how in the world. I guess it's all done. It's all over. That's talking like unbelievers, like people who don't even know God. No, no. What did he say? My God shall supply (laughs) All my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And if you've given, you say, I've given, and it shall be given back to me. Good measure. pressed down. Shaken together. Running over. Amen. I mean, uh, talking like that, you're, you're using your words to change the situation for good. You're speaking not just out of feeling or a reaction and fear, but you're speaking on purpose in faith to change it. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and act on this a little bit more today. Said out loud. God, God is with me. He's with me. He's, with me. He's, with me. He's my helper. He's my helper. His, rod and his, staff, his rod and his staff, they comfort me. He is helping, me. He is, helping me. He is strengthening me. he is strengthening me. And I will overcome, and I will overcome. Every, obstacle. every obstacle, every challenge, every, challenge. every problem. Every problem. I, call every need met. I call every need met. I call every bill paid. I call every, bill paid. I call every, debt. I call every debt an obligation. obligation. Fulfilled, fulfilled. And paid off. And, paid off. and completed. And completed. I, call and I call it done. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your hands on your body. Say body. body? You, belong to the Lord. you belong to the Lord. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Be quickened, be quickened. Made, alive. made alive, be strong, be, strong. be, sound, be sound, be healthy, be, healthy. be restored. Be restored. Everything that's, not right, Everything that's not right or that should not be there, not be there I, curse I curse it. I command it to die. It to die. Dry, up. Dry up. Stop being. Stop being. Go, away. Go away. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. I, receive I receive grace and help. Grace and help. Right now, right now. Everything, I need everything I need for complete victory, for complete victory. In, Christ. in Christ, in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't that better than being a scaredy cat? Laying down and crying and quitting. <laughs> and you get a totally different outcome. Well, that's it. Our time's up again today. But uh, as you can see, we didn't get too far into the, the text. Come back tomorrow, and let's learn more here in Faith School. I've got a victory, living inside Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School, free of charge, at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website. Or call us at 941 702 7390.